This episode of the Unstuck Movement is with Jonathan Ellis. This is going to be an awesome, inspirational episode for you, so stay tuned. Now, Jonathan is a fashionable, thought-provoking change agent. His servant leadership facilitates the combination of excellent entrepreneurial skills and a corporate flair to create a leadership experience that is unmatched. Jonathan diligently works towards empowering 10,000 entrepreneurs globally through his incredible focus and passion. In a world where authenticity is the order of the day, it is clear to see that Jonathan's knack for problem solving shines on many levels. His personality is magnetic, leaving his business partners and followers yearning for more. You're going to be yearning for more after this episode. Let's dive into it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Unstuck Movement. This platform, this podcast is to give you the inspiration, the stories, the life lessons that you need to move forward from those places in your life where you may be stuck. I want to give you that strength, give you that faith, give you that perseverance. And that's why I bring incredible people onto this show who are able to tell those stories of going through difficult situations in their lives, going from being stuck to unstuck. Today, we have the great Jonathan Ellis with us. Jonathan, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, my friend. And as we do with every single episode, I like to start off with a question that'll frame the conversation of your unstuck story. That question for you is what could go wrong? Wow, that's very deep. I feel that, unfortunately, so oftentimes people look at that exact question. Mm. What could go wrong? And oftentimes it scares them. I won't start my own business. What could go wrong? I could go bankrupt. I could lose everything. I want to get married. What could go wrong? It could end in divorce. You know, we could go on and on with this exact example. Mm -hmm. However, I'll pose a question for you and the audience. Instead of looking at what could go wrong, what happened if you looked at what could go right? Mm. I'll tell you that will reframe and that will reshape the way you look at everything. You know, what if I get married? What could go wrong? I could get divorced. Yes. Or you could live happily ever after. What if I start my own business? I could go broke. Yes. But what if you succeed beyond the wildest dreams that you ever had? You reach heights and you reach pinnacles that you never even dreamt possible. What happens if it goes right? Mm. You know, and it's kind of the question of, uh, is life happening to you or is life happening for you? If it's happening to you, you're going to look at it in that frame of things going wrong. If you look at it in the frame of it happening for you, you're going to look at how things are going to go right in your life. And so tell me, how has that shaped your life? Give me uh, some real life examples from your journey of how things have gone right in the face of possibly going wrong for you. Okay. I come from a 20-year background in a service-based business. Now, my my main focus, my, my passion now is helping people level up and get unstuck. However, I'm going to go back to one of the stories of my service-based business. This happened about four years ago. I got a phone call. I was on vacation with my family in Michigan, and in our backyard up there, the phone does not ring. Well, today it just happened to rain. And it was somebody that I had been working with about doing some work 
at one of their jobs in North Carolina. And they're on the other line telling me, hey, we're ready for you. Come now. Basically, it can't wait. You know, this, this property hasn't been serviced in a decade probably, but yet it has to be done right now. Foolishly, I will admit, I took the job. I was so excited because there was huge market markup. There was huge profit on this particular job. Immediately after that finished, I was going to start the largest contract that I had ever signed in my life. Mm. So that one job was going to essentially pay for the start of the other job because, I mean, we were low on funds getting right down to it. I go up and I borrow the money to pull off that first job. Well, here we are four years later, still never been paid for it. You know, I could have been stuck. I could have said, oh, you know what? Too bad. I, I don't have the funds to pull off the other job. I wouldn't allow myself to think that. So I looked at it and said, you know what? We're going to figure this out. What could go right? I still remember those days. Myself and the crew, we were in hotels and we would put our laundry in the washing machine and just hang it up around the room because, quite frankly, I didn't have the money to put in the dryer. Um, I remember my wife would use her points through Papa John's and places like that to send food to us to our room. That was really the only way we were going to eat. I just stayed focused on what could go right. I just stayed focused on let's get this done by any means necessary. And we did. And that job actually even though it was the largest contract I had ever signed at that point, it nearly tripled within three years. Mm. So just staying focused on what could go right, that really shifted the, the focus, everything about how I associate with business, with people, with everything. What could go right? It doesn't mean you're going to win every single time. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect every single time. However, just push through, focus and make it happen. Absolutely. You know, and I want to understand this from your perspective, right? Is this, is this a perspective that you've had your entire life? Is this something that you had to develop through trials and tribulations? Because some people would have a naturally optimistic outlook. If I'm going to get through this, we're going to figure this out no matter what happens. And I know you being in the coaching space, me being in the coaching space, uh, there's a, a lot of people who don't look at it that way and they need to have that that reshaped in their life. What, what has that been like for you uh, throughout your life growing up? I've always been an optimistic person. However, I have not always focused on what could go right. Mm. That is something that I grew and developed myself. I actually heard somebody say it and there are just certain tidbits of information that you get in your life that you say, you know what, I'm going to cling to that. I'm going to hold on to that. And one of my favorite things to say is you are only one person, one statement away from your life changing forever. Mm -hmm. And that was one of mine. Going into things saying, you know what, come hell or high water, this is going to work. Now, I also come from a Christian background. And I also believe that if things are not aligned with the will of God, they're still not going to work. So there is also that element of making sure that you are in alignment with what God has put you here to do. Mm -hmm. And that does shift for us. But so long as you are in alignment with God, the blessings are going to be poured out to you. 
there are times where you're tested to see, you know, are you going to fight for this? If it was worth doing, everybody, or excuse me, if it was easy to do, everybody would do it. Mm -hmm. Everything that's worth doing is challenging before it becomes easy. So just keep pushing. You know, oftentimes I, I heard somebody say this the other day about how, how God anoints us with things in life. Oftentimes the thing we are, we, the things we are anointed to do are not necessarily the things that we are highly skilled at. For me, uh, broadcasting comes kind of naturally communication, right? So I was thinking about this, like, mm, am I, I was not necessarily maybe anointed to be a communicator or something that came naturally to me. Now, leadership was something that I didn't have when I was younger, that I didn't understand, that I had to learn to develop. And I feel like God anointed me for that. Do you have an example of that for yourself as you've gone through what you've gone through? Do you feel like there's things that uh, God put in front of you that, you know, were not in your skill set, that that was something that if you had the lack or scarcity mindset, you would have looked at of, man, what could go wrong here? But instead you have that abundance mindset, that that mind of, of Christ, right, that gives you that idea of what could go right. Is there any examples of that in your life? Well, you know, I am not one that believes in find your weaknesses and strengthen them. Mm -hmm. I think that that's foolish. I am all about find your strengths and strengthen them and delegate your weaknesses to others. Mm. So I am always about staying focused on where my strengths come in at and having other people do the other things because where I'm weak, someone else is strong. Why would I spend my time to strengthen that for me when I can just bring them on board? And, you know, I mean, I know sometimes there's just not money available. There are ways around things, even when there's not money available, you know, profit sharing, any, there are numerous ways to get around things, mm -hmm. but that is one of my things is I'm always focused on where do I bring the strength at, mm -hmm. and then let's bring in the people that my weaknesses are their strengths. And then we just team up and we go, because everything, everybody that has made a success of themselves has a team behind it in some way, shape, form, or fashion. They have a team behind them. Major success as the world views it is not a solo project. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, people look at movie stars or, or singers and talk about how they're an overnight success. What they didn't see is the fact that that overnight took that person 20 years to get there. They're just seeing the tip of the iceberg. They're not seeing what really built them up. Mm, yeah, very true. How did you find your strengths? So what was that like for you? I, I think, you know, a lot of people who listen or watch this podcast, something that might pop up for them is they hear a lot of people on here talking about their strengths and talking about using their strengths to their advantage. How did you identify yours? And in what ways do you like in a practical way implement those to to bring success for your life? I've been told ever since I was a little child. And he's good at sales. He he could sell, you know, a, a popsicle to, to a woman in white. He could sell anything. So that really got programmed into my mind to begin with. So then I took to it and I just started selling because every business has a sales aspect. If you don't sell, you don't stay in business, period. So I really thought that that was my strength. And although I am good at it, 
my real strength is pouring into people mm. and helping people see them past their current state of whatever, mm. you know, personal business, whatever the case may be. Um, I have six kids. So I have people that I, I consult with on family basis. However, my strength is business. But with 20 years of business history with six kids, I have experience with that too. So the thing is, I just have people reiterate for me in all reality is where it comes from for me because I stay in the strength that I am working at at that moment. Mm -hmm. My strength, so I thought was sales, but I'll tell you, I'm much better at taking a, a business vertical than I am at sales. I am really good with staying focused on the task at hand to help see people through it or myself through to the next level to where they're getting to and that is my biggest strength really mm -hmm. is the fact that I persevere I stay with it mm -hmm. and even now with my recent full-time switch to coaching people uh, I know when you and I previously spoke I told you that I got certified the first time seven years ago actually just printed out that certification. It's nine years old. So I've been doing it even longer than what I thought I had been. But the thing is, when I first started really getting into it hardcore and full time, mm -hmm. I had people coming to me saying, Jonathan, this is your strength. And I'm like, no, it's not. And they say, yeah, it is. And then I have another person and another person and another person. I'm like, you know what? Sometimes God uses other people to open your eyes. Yes. And it's like, that's my strength more than I give myself credit for. So, you know, I don't look for affirmation from other people. Mm -hmm. Please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I don't need someone else to tell me this is where you're good at for me to believe it. However, it definitely helps. Those people leave clues, right? And that's really good, man. Whenever I'm working with anybody and I try to talk to them about their strengths, the people in your life, the good, the people in your life who are good for you, are going to highlight, they're, and even the people in your life who might not be good for you are going to highlight places where your strengths shine. So I had been told throughout my life, one of the things that I had heard is uh, I have, there's something about me that makes people feel comfortable. People feel comfortable opening up around me, uh, that I'm good at communicating ideas and thoughts and things like that. So there were things that when I was thinking about what I did when I had asked you, right, I was thinking about like, okay, my strengths, how do I identify what they are? Well, what have people been telling me throughout my life? Mm -hmm. What is it that I've been getting feedback on? And it's usually things that you don't even the cool thing is, right? It's usually things that you don't even recognize as strengths, because if it's your strength, you don't know it's a strength because it comes natural to you. That's right. That's a really good indicator. They can be really hard to figure out what your strengths are by you using self-awareness because you need to be really self-aware to find those things. But it's much easier to pinpoint it through what people are saying to you and what they're relaying back to you about how you uh, show up in their life. Without a doubt. People will lead the clues because like you said, a lot of times we'll overlook it. My wife is always on me about, Jonathan, you need to give yourself more credit for things that you've done. You know, I had somebody meet me for lunch the other day and he was asking me, my book is in the background right now, how I became best selling on Amazon. And I told him and I downplayed it, completely downplayed it. 
And he's just giving me this crazy look. And I said, well, maybe I really should give myself more credit. He said, yeah, you should. And it's just realizing that God has given you gifts. God has given you talents. God has given you abilities and just living your life through them. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard God doesn't call to qualify. He qualifies the call, which is stupid. God does call the qualified, but he also there are situations where he does qualify the call though, too. There's Without both. a doubt. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree there too. But the, the statement as it sits, God doesn't call the qualified. Sometimes he does, mm-hmm. but oh, absolutely. He will qualify the call too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's I think, the joy of it. Yeah, I think sometimes, yeah, he'll, <clears throat> well, this situation right here, right? Like I was saying earlier, I mean, communication broadcasting is my background. So of course God's going to use me in that. Of course, that's something that I is in my uh, tool belt that he's going to use me to, he's going to use that part of me to get me to where he wants me to get for, for his greatness, right? For his glory. But he also needs to equip me with other things along that path. That's when I had mentioned leadership. That was one of those things that he highlighted to me of like, if you're going to be a great communicator without being a great leader, that's going to lead a lot of people down the wrong path, right? Be, to be a broadcaster, we know many broadcasters, many communicators, many celebrities, many people who are uh, in the public eye and looked at as leaders who do not hold any leadership qualities. Mm-hmm. Those are the wrong people to have leaders, right? So um, I, I, I think both of those things are true. He qualifies the called, but he also calls the people who are already qualified. I believe both of those things are true for sure. Without a doubt. Hi, my name is Jose Escobar, and I'm the founder and CEO of the Connected Leaders Academy. We're a growing tribe, a community of entrepreneurs all over the world, globally, all across the country, high performers, titans of industry. If you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to grow personally and professionally, scale your influence, develop your skill sets, move the needle in your business, more clients, more money, more profit, the bottom line, and of course, grow your circle and your network like never before, this is where you want to be. Join the Connected Leaders Academy today. We are scaling massively. We want to welcome you in. Check me out on Instagram and on Facebook, the at symbol JASCO25. We look forward to having you join us. Take care. So as we're talking here, you know, you, you had a successful service-based business for, can you tell us what that was? Yeah, sure. We started out pressure washing. And we grew into many different facets of pressure washing, as well as parking lot line striping. Okay. So you went from that into coaching. (laughs) Big shift. What'd you say? Big shift. Big shift. Right. So, you know, and you already had success in one area. So it's not hard to see how you wouldn't have confidence to find success in another area. Right. But a lot of people... Uh, really, it's very difficult to change. It's very easy to stay in your comfort zone. And going back to what God calls us, man, God calls us to the adventure in life, the challenge in life, to do more with our life. So somebody who goes from a pressure washer and a uh, you know parking lot line striper to being a, a business coach and um, all the things that you do, an author, how has that transition been for you? Give some people uh, some perspective on that. What was that stuck period of your life like? What brought you out of that old career to where you are now? And how hard has that journey been? And what tools have you used to get yourself here? The journey has been interesting, to say the least. Um, 
I knew I was being called to something more. The service-based business, I do still own it to this day. Um, it is, I really got to where I was doing nothing but chasing the money. I had lost the passion for it and I was chasing the money and doing very well with it. However, I always swore I would never work a job just for money. Mm -hmm. So I really took a step back and started looking at my life, looking at what I bring to the table, looking at what I could do mm -hmm. because March the 14th. So we're just six weeks away from me hitting 20 years of starting that business. I'm not even 40 years old yet. So needless to say, it's been my life from a work standpoint. And I started looking at everything and realizing I had employees that would call me with life crises going on. And they weren't calling to complain about Jonathan, I need time off work. They were calling me saying, Jonathan, help me through this. Mm -hmm. So I really started looking and I've been doing this for a long time, not monetizing on it. However, I was doing it for people that I knew, people that worked for me, friends. And I was at an event and I was in a hot seat and he said, Jonathan, are you happy? I said, no. He said, are you fulfilled? I said, no. And that's when everything really started shifting for me. And that was talking from a work standpoint, not a personal standpoint. And for the rest of that event, I was really doing some soul searching. Mm -hmm. And I saw the people at that event and other events of that gentleman that I had been to and truly seen how their life had changed. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started looking at it in depth, full time. And then I started getting involved with other people and doing other events and just learning. And I didn't hear God in an audible voice, but oh, I heard God of you can do this. Mm -hmm. This is for you. So I started reaching out and, and just dropping hints around, hey, I'm coaching, I'm coaching. My schedule filled up pretty quickly because I only take on a certain amount of clients at a time and that schedule filled up literally I'd have to look back it was a week maybe 10 days it was full mm -hmm. and then I had some other people come in to me and say let's do some live events together and we have our first live event coming up February 25th and 26th the unscripted event.com and you know it's just one thing after another after another and People had their word of the year. My word for this year is massive impact. I know it's two words, but just play with me. Um, it's massive impact. And that's my thing is touching people's lives and seeing them to the next level. I always thought that when I was younger, I felt like I was called to be a pastor. However, I don't feel that same calling. But God will use different platforms for you to touch people and inspire people and bring people to him too. Mm -hmm. And I believe that this is the way that God kind of repurposed my life from the service-based business into this new life. Cause, Oh, it is a new life. It is totally different than what I've been experiencing. And it's great. I love it, man. And, you know, as we come to the close in this episode, I think the 
the big lesson, the thing I just took away from what you just told me is the questions that are asked to us and the questions that we ask ourselves and the questions that we ask other people are the biggest impacts that we have in our life. When you were in that hot seat and you were asked those questions, you were faced with the reality that kickstarted you into action. So questions are the answers. We have to ask the right questions to get the right answers in our lives. And I think that's amazing, man. Incredible story. Really cool how that played out for you. And, and I love that it goes back to a question because so many times, so, many, so often in life, big catalysts and big changes for us are when we're confronted with a new question or a question we've never been asked before that reshapes how we look at our life and where we're at in our life. So I want to ask the question to everybody else who's watching this or listening to this right now. The question I asked you at the beginning, there's two questions there, right? What could go wrong, which maybe is a question you've asked yourself many times in the past. How could you flip that around to look at it in a brand new way of what could go right? And if you framed your life from the question, what could go right? How would that change your life moving forward? How would that change the situations right now that seem to have you stuck? How would it change those situations right now for the better if you looked at them in a sense of what could go right? And how is this situation that's presented to me happening for me? Because every opportunity is an opportunity to grow in this life. Jonathan, I thank you, man. Such a great conversation, such a great message to share. I love thought-provoking change. Uh, you know, your book, Unscripted. I, I love what you're doing, man. I really appreciate that and value you as a friend. So thank you. Is there anything you want to uh, leave the audience with before we sign off? Man, guys and gals, believe in yourself. Really reframe the negative thought of what could go wrong to what could go right. It literally changed my life. It literally changed my business. We went from struggling to abundance and in a very short period of time. I mean, and that was the catalyst for everything was what could go right. Because when you go into something and say, you know what, this will work, you're going to figure out a way. Absolutely. Thank you, my friend. Have a great day. You as well, buddy.